bad bitch. Money count on cash on me. Shotty blow my phone. That's corny. That's a no no. Hey, welcome. Welcome to barbershop.talk. This is the podcast where our topics are determined by the conversation in the barbershop on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it in the shop on Saturday, we're going to talk about today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod, and I am your host. I am in Out The Way Studio here in Indianapolis, Indiana, also known as Naptown. And I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out The Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discussed in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discussed them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. All right, all right. Well, let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, Casey, before we start our podcast, I would like to say you've done an outstanding job at that Murph, Jones, Flanagan, and Walls family reunion. We had a ball. Oh, it was a great time, Jay Rod. I want to thank that family for allowing us to come out and participate. And, uh, I think we had more fun than they did. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very good point. Because I say they had a lot of prizes and a lot of uh, games to play. They played a racer tag. They had this one part of the uh, doing the event that I really enjoyed. One, I do have to say, uh, the indie drummer Miles done an outstanding job. Yeah. So if you want some live performances at uh, an anniversary, a birthday, a family reunion, and you want some entertainment, you should go look up the indie drummer Miles because he did a fantastic job solo in fact and really uh uh delighted the crowd he done an outstanding job he really did uh it, it brought a lot to the event yeah did a whole lot but what i was about to say that i like the most about the event is where they have this event where you walk around and you tap uh the shoulder of somebody you don't know and then that individual would tell you how they are related to the family yeah. i thought that was very insightful it was it was and uh and it it allowed everybody to understand how everybody connects. Yes, you know? yes. You know, it, yeah, it, it comes a little bit more than that's my cousin. Yeah. Now you know how that person became your cousin. Uh, very intriguing. Well, I'm going to move on because we're going to talk about the conversation doing the shop. And the shop uh, centered around music. It was around music. And uh, 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 one of the first things we talked about is Luther. And the first, Dang. yeah. The cool, the cool guy, Luther. The <laughs> Luther Vandross. Now, the thing that was getting me is that uh, a person was trying to say that Luther was a thief. thief. Yeah, he said he was a thief. He said he kept... Uh, um... He might have stole some pork shop. <laughs> I ain't going to put that past. <laughs> I don't think they were talking about pork shop. <laughs> I think they were talking about he stole a lot of music, you know, from other people, that it wasn't oh. the original. Well, I, I, I'm aware of a few songs he did that was uh, remakes of some of the pieces, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mostly later in his career, though. Yeah, but you know something? I think he was talking about uh, from the beginning, the middle, and the end of his career, the actual songs that made Luther Vandross Luther. Is that right? That's what he said. Blew me away. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, I asked for proof, too. And he uh-huh. said, well, check out this video. 
So he sent the video to the studio. Yeah. And I'm going to play it and we can make our, our comments, reactions after we take a look at the video. But this is what he said. This is the video. But y'all know these Luther Vandross songs are actually covers? If this world were mine, if this world were mine, uh -oh. I'm not meant to live alone. Not meant to live alone. No, 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 don't you remember you told me you loved me? Got me going in circles. It's so amazing to be loved. It's so amazing to be loved. I follow to the moon in the sky above. You always creep. Always creep. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is old career. It's old career. I, I had, mean, from the very beginning. I had no idea. Okay, Jay, right. I'm, I'm going to come clean. Okay, right. come clean, come clean. I always knew Luther was a feature. <laughs> His first song he did, he was real young. He stole that one, too. He stole and, it. Yeah, I got a, I got an old video clip of Uh-oh. Did we cue it up? Yeah. Uh, okay, here it goes. A, B, C, D. <laughs> standard but normally artists don't take that many songs right they're their whole they're, right. and their signature career right is, is that, yeah. but there is a few there's a couple of songs that uh um, that i have heard that i heard the remix a couple years later like the first one is i, I love this marvin Gaye song and, and for some reason it always reminds me of one of my aunts you know we call her aunt little bit right uh some people say aunties we say aunt in my family it's, I remember when we were spending the night over her house and she played this like all night. Miss Marvin Gaye and became one of my favorites. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit of that. And look at oh, we got commercials, though. by the way. Well, what today. if I told you that you could yeah. get home we internet legit. from Verizon? Yeah, legit. Verizon does home internet. <laughs> Verizon does home internet. And it's only $25 a month. Uh, yeah, and they always call us Shark, $25 a month. <laughs> that was a Verizon. Here we go. I've been 
it was. She said, yo, I loved it. You can play this all night long. Oh my god. Was she in the bedroom with the uncle that's not so little? <laughs> I, I <don't> know. <laughs> all night long. <laughs> uh, now I don't know about all that. However, <laughs> I don't know about that. But however, uh, a remix. Now, I believe Morgan Gay made that in 1973, but there's a remix made in 1989 by a group called By All Means, and I thought they did a fabulous job with the remix. I want you to hear their version of it. I like that. Yeah. Now, that was actually made in 89, but I'm going to say that's what kicked off that 90s smooth jazz mm. uh, flavor that we used to get. Uh, because a lot of uh, a lot of jazz came through the 90s that were smooth uh, versions of older R&B songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this kind of kicked it. Yeah, I mean, it was really a fantastic smooth song. You know, now thinking of that, now here's uh, I think that I think you might have brought this one up in the uh, the barbershop, uh, Casey, because we was talking about uh, how can you mend a broken heart? Yeah. And you surprised me when you said the Bee Gees uh, had the original song. Yeah, and, and and it's shocking to me that anybody want to listen to their version <laughs> and think, man, I'm gonna take that and do something with it. The only thing I want to do with it is throw it out the window. <laughs> All right, but, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little bit of their version. And then I'm going to play about the version that made it very popular by Al Green. But let's do the BG first. I can think of younger days <laughs> when living for my life. Was everything a man could want to do? I could never see tomorrow. Okay, now let me. Let me <laughs> I not said, a number one hit for sure. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're going to play the version, the version that I am familiar with. Uh, it also made it very, 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 very popular, and it was done by uh, Al Green. So let's listen to also that. Also known as the Candy Dropper song. Younger days when I live for my life 
was everything a man could want to do. Ooh, Jay Rod, you getting hot up in the studio? <laughs> yeah. In fact, I gotta tell you, I love this version. He put the strings in there. Yeah. You heard the strings. Slowed it down. Slowed the pace down, and added a lot of soul. Oh man, two gallons of soul. <laughs> two. And <laughs> that was a version. But like you indicated earlier, Casey, it, it was un, un, it was not it's not uncommon that an artist would take a song from another artist and make it make it their own. Yeah. And so that was a uh, 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 how can you mend a broken heart that I did not know that the Bee Gees was the originator of that song. You know, but you know, let, let's see if we can find another one here. Uh, oh, here I used to love Maze. You remember Maze? Yes, me? indeed. I mean, this guy was something. And he had uh, We Are One. I think he did that back in 1983. Mm -hmm. That was a very, very, very popular song. I just want you to listen to that for a little bit. And that was Ooh. a very smooth, smooth song. Now, there was a, a two females. Um, they had a jazz version of it. And these two females, they met in school. Um, one of them played the saxophone, and the other played the flute. And so they got together. Uh, I believe it was Renee and Harris. Those are the two names. And they made a version that was pretty slick. Pretty slick. I want you to listen to this and, and give me your thoughts and reaction after you hear their jazz version of that same song. It was who pretty, 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 pretty. Let me see if I can clue that up or put it up for us real quick. And here we go. Thank you. 
that is smooth. That, that is, is smooth. It's very smooth. The thing is, I noticed that the tempo's about the same, you know, but uh, with Frankie Beverly, of course, his voice was the lead and, and took over and dominated. But in this, it was that saxophone and flute that stole yeah. the show. I'm, I'm going to get this, so I'm going to help promote this. This is Althea Renee and Jeanette Harris. Absolutely. We are one. I'm going to pick that up. Myself. Please do, because, I mean, that is the cut. Now, I tell you what, I'm going to move on because I do like doing this. And, and one that I think that you even surprised me because uh, you said you knew this when we was in the barbershop. And it's, a, I will always love you. And I think you said that, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think you said you liked the Dolly Parton. No, I didn't say that. I said I like Dolly Parton. Oh, oh. Okay. I didn't say I like the Dolly Parton. Yeah, that Dolly Parton, that's something she set up on the map. But I didn't say I like the Dolly Parton song. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, let's listen to this Dolly Parton, uh, the original version of this song, I Will Always Love You. If I should stay I would only be in your way, so I'll go, but I know I'll think of you each step of the way, and I... Whoa. Now, I'm saying this. Her original version was better than the Bee Gees original version. Well, uh, okay. You know, and for a country song, it was good. Yeah, it's not bad. It, yeah. it, it reminded me of a church song, the tempo yeah. and how slow it was. But let's listen to the version by uh, Whitney Houston. Yeah, that's just the whole nother level. Right. So, you know, that should be a much easier, uh, well, I shouldn't say easier version, but one that you may be familiar with. So let's go ahead and play that right now. Should stay, I would only be in your way, so I'll go. But I know I'll think of you every step of the way. And I will always love you, will always love you. Before you get all into that, I'm going to cut it short. Okay. <laughs> but I have to say that her voice in the beginning of the song, it was all her voice. Yes. No instruments whatsoever that draw that drew you into the song. And the original, the original was a little bit more of a uh, uh, instruments in the background. Yes. So I, I know we're going to get into this, but before we uh, go a little bit farther, you know, I think that we actually need to 
of course, recognize our sponsors. So I think that'd be a good time to do that now. So I'm going to see if I can uh, get our sponsor going here. And let's see. Hey. It's a party out in my head. All right, this is a spot in our podcast that we stop to recognize our sponsor. That's right. We like to recognize King Cap, the owner of Out The Way Studios. He has several organizations under his umbrella. However, the one that he is most proud of is his custom-made t-shirts. That's right. If you want any of his service or want to find out some information about what he can do for you, Go ahead and email him at kingcap317 at gmail.com. And we have to introduce our second sponsor. That is 421 Barbershop, where good things happen to your hair. Located here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. If you want good things to happen to your hair, come in and check out our master barbers at 421 Barbershop. It's a party in Miami. Miami. It's a party in Miami. Oh boy, I just love that song. I love it to death. In fact, we played that at the uh, the family reunion, and it seems like a lot of people enjoyed that. You know, I kind of like the conversation that we talking about here, Casey, about songs being uh, the originals and being uh, written or sung by another individual. I think I want to do that a little bit longer. Are you okay with that? You know, now this is one song that had several people, uh, or several artists, I should say, the song this song. And it's I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Yeah. And I think the version there, there was two versions that was very popular. I think one of them was done by Gladys Knight in the Pen. The original. The original version. And then I think that uh, uh another what's another artist that maybe sung this song? Um Marvin Gaye. And but the weird thing about that is he released it. One year later. One and year. One year later. And it was uh, really because of Jerry Gordy pushed it. Uh, Gladys Knight, the version was a hit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the number one hit. And he felt that song was the number one song. So he had Marvin Gaye uh, recorded and released it the following year. And it was the number one hit. Wow. Wow. A year later. One year later. Imagine that. And then a few years later, uh, uh, I'm going to say a couple of decades later, that uh, Roger yes. from Zap. Right. Put a totally different spin on it. Mm-hmm. And again, it was the number one hit again. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and play it in that order. Right. Gladys Knight. Play a little bit of that. Marvin Gaye. Play a little bit of that. And then Roger. And, and hear the variation, how they made it their own. So let's go ahead and, and listen to Making a home means yeah, making our, decisions, and our bills again. lots of them. So we promise to be here with prices you'll love if you just promise to put your heart into it. Seasons change, but our lowest price promises every day. Shop fall at Lowe's today. What's up, guys? Alex here from ZBEC. Today I'm excited to show you our newest product, the ZBEC TriScreen 2. This is a laptop attachment. Now let's get that second promotion. Let's see. 
she jamming yeah, the wall. Gladys was bad, boy. She was killing it. She, she was. was killing it. Yo, I'm going to go ahead and play another version. Marvin Gaye's version. same song and make it a, a hit in the modern day or the current um, generation. But the key, all these remakes, they had to, to put their own personal touch and style to make it authentic. Uh, you know, and I, that's what makes it. I, I think you're absolutely right. And I think that the every generation can learn something from this. Because I hear a lot of times that the younger generation today is saying like, Oh, that happened a long time ago, dead. You know, that does this irrelevant today. And this music is indicating that if you can take the ideals in the lessons from the past and it still has benefit in today's world. Right. So don't discount ideals, information, uh, thoughts uh, of the past because it will benefit you in the future. Just like they say a long time ago, if you don't know where you've been, you don't, don't know, know where, where you're going. You're going. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So that's how you can can, can uh, blend it in into today's uh, world. Is there any closing things you want to talk about, Casey, before we close out? Well, uh, I just want to say that uh, 
think we need to have more peace, less violence, make this a better world. You know something? I am totally agreeing with that. And I'm just going to go ahead and close out uh, with our regular closing. And here we go. I want to thank you for listening to Barbershop.talk podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platform. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, go mob. Ah, baby. Money count on. Cash on me. Shawty blew my phone. That's corny. That's a no-no. I'm trying to hustle. That white woman.